0: Hey, y'all, we're back. got an email from a fellow named Mark up in Montana, and uh, he brought to my attention, like last time we did the Winchester Model 1907. He says not to forget that Remington came out with the Model 8 back in 1905. Believe it or not, it was the Remington Auto-Loading Rifle in 1905, and it was renamed in 1911 to the Remington Model 8. Now... It was a a semi-automatic rifle designed by John Browning and produced by Remington. And um, believe it or not, it was introduced as a Remington auto-loading rifle in 1905. Then the name was changed to the Remington Model 8 in 1911. Now, this is interesting. All these years ago, these semi-automatic rifles were coming out. and, um, And this is over 120 years later, you know. So these were nothing new. And also, uh, we're going to talk about the Remington Model 881 here, the Woodsman, in just a few minutes. And uh, I did own one of those, and so I have a little bit of knowledge, uh, ownership knowledge of one of those. Anyway, on October 16, uh, 1900, John Browning was granted a U.S. patent number 659786 for this rifle, which he then sold it to Remington. Outside the U.S., this rifle was made by Fabrique Nationale of Liege, Belgium and uh, marketed as the FN Browning 1900. Now under an agreement between Remington and FN, the Model 8 would be sold in the US while the FN 1900 would be sold elsewhere. Despite having a large market, the FN 1900 was sold predominantly to hunters in Western Europe and Canada. Because of the new and yet unproven nature of auto-loading rifles, the FN model never experienced the same level of sales as the Model Model 8 did. Now Cameron Woodall of the great Model 8, a website dedicated to the rifle, postulates that this was likely due to the difficulty convincing European hunters to spend money on an expensive rifle that few people had ever seen before. Due to lackluster sales, only 4,913 Model 1900s were ever produced, uh, compared to the 80,000 Model H produced over here. Remington Model H rifle was first commercially successful semi-automatic rifle offering out for civilian sales in the United States. First one. Hmm. Now, it's uh, long-recoil operated and uses a uh, rotating bolt head. After firing, the barrel and the bolt still locked together, move forward, a uh, rearward rather, inside the receiver to compress two recoil springs. Then the bolt is held back while the barrel is returned to its forward by one of the uh, springs permitting extraction and ejection. Once the barrel is returned, the bolt is uh, returned forward by the second spring. In doing so, picks up a fresh cartridge from the magazine and chambers it. The Remington Model 8 uh, has a fixed five-shot magazine and a uh, bolt hold-open device, which engages the uh, after the magazine is empty. And it takes down; uh, it's a takedown design, meaning that the barrel and receiver are easily separated with no tools whatsoever, allowing for a smaller package for transport. Now, Remington created four new calibers for the Model 8. Uh, 25 Remington, 30 Remington, 32 Remington, 35 Remington. And these cartridges were all rimless designs to allow for reliable feeding from the box magazine. The Model 8 was offered in five grades of finish. Now, you had your standard, special, peerless, and expert and prime, premier. And was first uh, the first truly reliable, high-powered, semi-automatic rifle ever commercialized in 1906. I get that. Hundred and some years later. Anyway, wow. Anyway, the primary market for the Model 8 was uh, sport hunting. The uh, Model 8 was used uh, as a police gun, modified to use uh, detachable extended capacity magazines, among other changes. While often thought, by whom, I don't know, to not have seen use in World War I. But it was used, uh, the French aeronautic uh, militaire. In very small numbers. They were using them on the small planes during World One for the backseater to shoot back, I guess. And it's noted that the rifle of choice of the famed Texas Ranger uh Frank Frank Hammer. Now Hammer's rifle was a customized thirty five Remington Model eight with a special order fifteen round magazine from uh Pet Mickey's sporting goods store in Austin, Texas. It was a ship serial number one zero zero four five, and this was just one of at least two Model H used in the ambush of Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker. The rifle was modified to accept a police only 20 round magazine obtained through the Peace Officers uh, Equipment Company of St. Joseph, Missouri. Now, the Model 81 Woodmaster. Woodsmaster. I had one of these. I paid like 110 bucks for it. I remember I bought it in a, in a secondhand store. Anyway, the, uh, in 1936, Remington dropped the Model 8 and introduced the Model 81 Woodsmaster with improvements by C.C. Lewis. The Model 81 was offered in 300 Savage and 25 Remington, and was the 25 Remington was dropped after a limited number of 81s were chambered in this round. In additionally, offered in the standard 81A, which was the Special, 81B was the Peerless, 81D, which was the Expert, 81E, uh, and Premier 81F. And uh, those were the grades it was shipped in. The Federal Bureau of Investigation acquired some Model 81 rifles chambered in 30 Remington and 35 Remington in response to the 1933 Kansas City Massacre. Production of the 81 ceased in 1950. Now the Woodman's or origins. Now this Model 81 was based on the older Model 8, but was updated with some cosmetic changes and two new calibers. The 81 and the Model 8 were produced in a variety of grades, which we just talked about. There are sev- these semi-automatic rifles were designed by John Moses Browning, of course. Now, the Model 8 was the first successful semi-automatic rifle, and uh, it was really a good gun. Now, some woodmasters found their way into the hands of the police with detachable magazines, notably Frank Hammer, and they had a love for this rifle, and uh, it was really a very versatile gun. Model 8 and later 81 were most certainly some earlier, earliest examples of what would become the modern fighting rifle. A few of them were even used by the French, which we just talked about. Now, I knew very little much about this 81 Woodmaster for a Model 8, or the Model 8, prior to purchasing the one that I had. I knew it's, uh, I knew about its FBI usage and Frank Hammer's angle, and, well, along the way, I discovered the gun has a fascinating operating system. The Model 81 uses a long-recoil operation, the system uh, more common in shotguns and rifles, and you can see the same humpback receiver design that we see in all the A5 series. Now, when the rifle fires, the barrel and bolt move together inside the receiver against a pair of springs. The bolt stays rearward and as the barrel is then returned forward and recoil springs, same as the uh, Model 8. As the barrel moves forward, spent cartridge is extracted and ejected and the barrel is locked into place, the bolt returns for the second spring and picks up the next round. Okay, so that's what we talked about, and uh, but it's different. But it it's different, but it works. But uh, it also makes for a heavy gun at about eight pounds without any accessories on it. The barrel's encased with a shroud to protect it and ensure reliable operation. Now the the sights are mounted on the shroud and are old school, pure old school on this say. And the top of the receiver is open to allow ejection. Okay. It's To a side-mounted scope, you can put it on there. Uh, it's a necessity because, you know, it gets it away. But anyway, the gun has a massive charging handle. and That's an impressive feature, this whole thing. And, uh, it's very... It's the size every semi-automatic shotgun should wear. Now, the safety... Now, this is a point I want to make. The safety... Is very AK-ish. It looks like uh... old Mikhail Kurishnikov was certainly influenced by this thing. If you don't believe me, look up a woodsman and check that charging handle, and let me know what you think, because that's the first thing came to my mind, and I saw this thing. I haven't seen it for years, but I finally dug it out. and Holy crap! Look at this. Anyway, another impressive feature for such an early semi-automatic rifle is the last round bolt hole open Uh, to send the bolt home you have to depress the follower pull the bolt slightly to the rear and let her go anyway the model 8 and 81 series rifles are also takedown designs allowing you to carry it in a small bag you know a smaller package and uh, this allows it to be small enough for a SBR type AR case you know what I'm saying Anyway. The wood furniture is nicely textured, and the, the Woodmaster is big, heavy rifle. And between the gun's weight and its operation, the gun eats the recoil from a 300 Savage uh, easily. It's quite comfortable to fire, and uh, 300 Savage ammunition is still easy enough to find. High end hunting rounds are available for about a buck, a buck fifty around, and it doesn't seem like uh, FMJs are too common on it. It is an American Classic. This is a pretty interesting gun. And uh, even though this Classic had an ugly facelift, it's still a sweetheart. Yeah, I oiled it up, and it ran like a clock for uh, 60 rounds of ammo. And I know that it's not much of a test, but the ammo is expensive. And uh, I don't need to rely on this gun for home defense, so I'm not concerned with uh, a 500-round reliability test right now. Sites are simplistic, but they function just fine within 100 yards. And I have uh, taken it out. i probably have to post a picture of this old pastor just to get it out there. But anyway, I plan to make this. Maybe I'll take a deer hunting one here. I don't know. Anyway, they, uh, it is a good gun. But what struck me on it when I dug it out, dusted it off, I said, Jesus, I had never really noticed. But this thing... Safety looks just like it come off in an AK-47. Look up that thing, the Remington Woodsman, and uh, tell me what you think. But anyway, that's about it for today. Uh, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to drop me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's Smoke at yahoo.com, all lowercase, please. So until the next time, y'all take care.